Welcome to Burst, inspiring open-minded and open-hearted people looking to fully realize their true potential. Want to learn more about our podcast, view show notes or see what we offer? Then visit burst.fm. And while you're there, hit the button to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss out. And to keep up with all things Burst, be sure to join our Facebook group. Now, without further ado, let's jump right in. Hi, I'm really excited to introduce Mark Duncan today and we're going to be having an amazing session talking about being in flow and being present. I'm Nikki, your host and... Hi, I'm Mike, your co-host. We're really looking forward to this conversation and now we're going to dive in and welcome Mark. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys. I'm really grateful that I'm having this time with you. I wish we'd have um, recorded yesterday, right. but we can capture something better right now. But you were talking and you were saying about um, how the jigsaw puzzle is out there somewhere and then all of a sudden it just fits into place. And that was beautiful the way you explained that. Well, expanding on that idea then, the multi, you know, how we all walk around collecting jigsaw pieces, mm-hmm. uh, jigsaw puzzle pieces in our on our life and sometimes we you know, we put them out on a table and they don't make sense yeah and then you know you keep going about your journey and then you come into contact with one person that has one more piece that they add to the to to your your table with all the jigsaw pieces on it and then all of a sudden an image takes form and you're like whoa and you realize that that one piece all of a sudden illuminates the whole image and now all of a sudden you have this breakthrough and it's it it, it, it it allows you to go through the door of awareness into a whole nother experience yeah so then would you describe it as another jigsaw puddle appears well, because yeah. it's never ending isn't it's it, never obviously. ending and what ends yeah. up happening is in that once once that completed piece happens you realize that's one collected piece of a much bigger piece yeah of, of a puzzle yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, and then your awareness expands even more. And now yeah. you have this mission that you have to go collect more pieces, yeah. but the pieces start to get larger yeah, and more impactful and are more powerful. And um, it gets exciting or it can be scary too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an example of, of a jigsaw that came together for you? Well, what's interesting is that um, I, maybe we'll hmm. see, see how, how, if it evolves out to the yeah, question. Yeah, sure, sure. So, like, I just realized this morning how in collecting these little pieces, sometimes I have them in my, my metaphorical backpack, and I, I, I often will pull them out looking at them, and I'm like, I'm not really sure why I brought this, but, like, for example, last night I had uh, an awareness, and I was ta- when I stay tapped in and tuned in, I, I get these little key keys, and what will happen is something will come up for me, and, like, how I pulled out the Oracle card last night and I shared that with you and what became of that and how that made an impact for you it was interesting so something just told me like as I was trying to lighten the load on my real backpack I had that deck in there which is you know it's kind of heavy I was like well should I leave this out because it's kind of heavy I'm dragging around not really using it but something said no put it back in so I did and so those cards when I pulled them out and I pulled out uh, the cards for another couple of uh, Mind Valley um students and what ended up happening they pulled out the smoky mirror yes. which is the one I shared with you yes. and what became it I mean it was like appropriate for not only those two is appropriate for me yeah. and I felt when in our conversation that it was also 
uh, gonna have meaning for you. So yeah. that's why I pulled it back out and just had you read the, the yeah. meaning of it. Yeah. And so how did that? Yeah, that really touched my heart and opened things up. Again, for me, it's like having another jigsaw piece from that. And I'm excited to see how that's gonna fit or what's gonna happen through that. But yeah, it really, really resonated with me. So yeah. So you see, that's cool. an example of how we pick up these pieces. It just happens super random, but again, yeah. nothing's random. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, the important thing is that we just need to to be alert or to pay attention mm -hmm. and look for the subtle things and look for these messages because they, they're always all around us. Mm -hmm. And like for another example of that is like I'll be having we'll be having a conversation and if there's music playing in the background, um, and like what I'm talking about right now was emphasized by somebody says pay attention because they hit their horn. Yes. Did you hear that? Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm not looking for it, but it just shows up like Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. back to the thing about like if we're listening to a song or we're having a conversation, and a song comes up, and the lyrics sometimes will say, and you know we'll ta we'll be talking about let's just say the universe, and then the lyrics in the song will say, and the universe. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck, right? Yeah. I mean, well, have you ever had that happen? Yeah. Of course you have. Yeah. Just just this yeah. morning, we we had we had a bit of brief breakfast before we met up with you, and and Nicola was on a on a, on a call. And, and as soon as we saw, like, had that moment of silence, the music said, uh, the lyrics of the music said, today's going to be a good day. And we just thought, yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So, yeah, as you say, the messages are all around. And I think sometimes when you're in that boiling pot of the like-minded people, synchronicities and flow just happens bang, bang, bang a lot quicker. It does. And, mm. and the more you attune to how that's your new reality or your current reality that this stuff happens with more it happens quicker you're telling the universe I acknowledge you keep that up and what happens now the stuff starts to come at you much more rapidly mm -hmm. and with a higher volume because it's like you know what you've been around children where they bring you a pebble and you're like oh that's so sweet thank you and they go <laughs> and then they start bringing more pebbles and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I've got 52 pebbles now and, and they just keep bringing them to you. Yeah. Well, the, I feel, I feel, and this is my truth, that the universe is like that as well. Yeah. yeah. So the more you acknowledge it, the more, and it'll bring you whatever you want. And if you show um, an energy for something that is being, that comes to you, mm -hmm. oh, this is really good. So when you acknowledge these things that are coming to you and you bless them and you have gratitude for them, the universe says, Oh, well, let's send them more of that. Yes, so, yeah. But also what's true, the reverse of that is true. So if you start going, oh, you know, you start going to the other, the darker yeah. side, the, the part that's like, oh, I always get, I always get the shit out, you know, I always get the shit meal or da, 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 da. Yeah, of course. Well, the universe yeah. goes, oh, okay, well, let me give you more of that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It doesn't care. The universe doesn't care. It'll give you whatever you want. So you got to pay it. This is why I pay attention to the words that come I out of my just mouth. just going to synchronistically yeah. say the same. Because also, just to put in there, if you say, I want to the universe, mm -hmm. it recognises that it's a want mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily, you've got to be more specific with the words. Mm -hmm. So, because want means you'll stay wanting. If you're forever Ooh, wanting. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. So, um, I so think reframe that then. Yeah, I was just going to think of an example. So I want to make more connections. You're still using the word want though. That, yeah, but for then example, I'm going to turn it. Yeah. yeah, for an example. So I want to make more connections. I am going to be very connected with 
lots of people today. Let's even let's modify that to say I am connected with more people today than to, I than like yesterday. That. Thank you. Yeah. It's simple. Once you start getting into the habit of reframing, I yeah. do that often with people, and yeah. I do it hopefully. You know, not a, people are sometimes a little bit resistant for the reframe. Yes. Um, but it's important in my world anyway, and the people that I'm surrounded with. If I'm going to be in your space and, and you're going to be in my space, I'm going to pay attention to words and I'm going to yeah. do these little adjustments, these little, just these little tweaks. Yes. I'm not coming from a space of judgment. I'm just like, well, you know, you might want to reframe that, you know. But I always get, you know, here's a classic one. It drives me nuts. People say, oh, I always get, you know, I got to be careful because I always get sick in December. I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Stop saying that. I'm like, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I always get sick. I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, it's really, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm just like, yeah. God, you know, and see, that's the tape they keep running. And yeah. the what's the universe going to do? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to, because uh, I want to expand on that one, this idea of want and stuff like that. And how people say, um, I learned this a long time ago by an author, Dennis Waitley, D-E-N-I-S, no, no two N's, it's D-E-N-I-S, which is really unique, Dennis Waitley, and he talked about, um, he wrote a book called The Psychology of Winning, okay. this is like from the 70s actually, yeah. so um, he trained uh, US athletes in, in visualization and visualization techniques and how they can improve their performance not through working harder more you know more physical activity but actually through mental um, clarity and and using visual visualization to improve themselves just by sitting there seeing themselves do the high jump or running a, a four minute mile or something like that wow. visualization only so what he said was um, this is the point the mind can't think on the reverse of an idea. So let me expand on that. So if you say, I don't want to get sick, all it hears is, I want sick. The universe yeah. hears yeah. that. It doesn't understand the reverse, which you're trying to reverse that expression with don't, the universe just cancels that one out. It doesn't understand the reverse of an idea. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes, yeah. it does, yes. Okay, yeah. so this is why I pay attention to how people frame things and myself as well. I've done this, I've been doing this for decades. So I listen to, um, others and also then myself when I you know and I love it when people feed me back and they correct me I'm like oh you're good yes <laughs> and then because I, I make the um, I sometimes make a mistake <laughs> well, well yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm just practicing you know it's just yeah. me you know, trying to become the best version of me as I can yeah. but that that's a really important thing and it's yeah. I've been like constantly working with myself and others and yeah and just Paying attention to how, to like what, you know, and people will argue with, not argue, but they'll, they'll, they'll try to discuss and defend their, well, I mean, I know what I mean. I'm like, no, that doesn't work like that. No, yeah. The yeah. mind doesn't understand the reverse of the idea. And it's the vibrations of the words Absolutely. as well, isn't it? So, I mean, Mike and I did um, non-violent communication hmm. course, didn't we? Yeah. That was really interesting. It came around in the, I think that was again from the 1970s, a Dr. Marshall Rosenberg, and it's just a way of really framing questions that you're not actually insisting you want something your way, you're saying, wouldn't it be nice and this would bring me joy if, and again, you need to be expressing it in such a way that, that is, 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 isn't demanding or, or 
it comes across in, in a way that people can actually see both sides of, of, of the story of you know, what it would do for them and, and, and what it could do for you. And again, you, you, you know, you're not attached to the outcome. So, you know, it's, it's just a beautiful way of reframing things to actually be able to express what desires are, let them consider it and, and, and find a way where it will please both of you. So we, we found that very useful. Mm. Yeah. And, and again, it's a learning experience because we found well it's good that we both did it because we pick each other up mm. but it is it's like re-educating your full sort of like vocabulary yeah from school isn't it? absolutely yeah. well that's a, that's one of our challenges in life i feel is that we have to do a lot of as we wake up as we become more conscious as we become more enlightened we have a lot of unlearning mm. to do yes because there's in, in school and in, in our educational process and in university we're typically just trained or let me ref let me take that word back we're not trained we're programmed mm -hmm. to become these people who don't really understand you know like I, I, I used to get in trouble I remember all the way back to um, I was raised in the in the Catholic Church wait let me rephrase that I wasn't in the Catholic Church, but I was raised with Catholicism. My mom was Catholic, and I used to have to go to cat catechism, which is like Saturday school. And also they took us one day a week to, um, I had to walk to the church, and they gave an hour or something like that of um, Bible indoctrination. <laughs> I like that. You know, when yes. they teach religion to you the good old fashioned way, they, they beat it in you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, this uh, I remember in, in catechism because first of all, I didn't want to be there and I was blessed with it. I look back now and I used to drive my mom and, and teachers nuts because I would ask questions. Yeah. A lot of questions and they're just like, well, this is the way it is. And they just were trying to get me to, to just accept that. And I, and I remember um, I, I used to frustrate people, including my mom. And I because I, I would I would want to understand things because my mind was just so like it's trying to figure shit out. And what would happen is I would get to a point, a saturation point where my mom would just say, I don't know if you've ever heard this or anybody say this, well, that, it's because I said so. Yeah. Have you ever heard that one? Yeah. Yes. So Parents. anyway, I, I got yeah. that a lot from my mom because I just, I just really tapped. I, I always had her hit her ceiling of, of answers and because it's like, well, why, well, why, why is it? Da, da, da. And uh, I remember, God, in catechism, I used to just drive my, my instructors or the teachers crazy because they couldn't answer questions. Like, well, how, if Adam and Eve were the first, well, here's a good one. In the Bible, there's Adam and Eve. And they were the first people on the planet, is the way the Bible talks about it. And, and but Eve came from Adam's rib. <laughs> so wait a minute so Adam had to be here first but they were the first couple so if Eve came from Adam's rib and they're how did how did that happen <laughs> I mean I want to know absolutely yeah, yeah. and well it's, that's because that's the way it's in the Bible yeah. so and the Bible was written hundreds of years after all of this stuff happened so the story was passed along mouth to ear, mouth to ear, mouth to ear. And and what's interesting is I've noticed that the Bible has been getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> so I'm just kind of going, so all of this stuff I started like paying attention to, I'm just like, wait a minute. And because you know, back in, in elementary school, there was that game, 
uh, I think in America, I don't know what they call it in, in London or if you even have it. I think it's called operator or telephone or something like that where if I were to tell you, give you a story, yes. I read a story, uh, I tell it to you, yeah. and then you tell it to her. And like a Chinese whisper, we would call is it. Is that what they call it? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that, by the time it gets to the 30th person, Absolutely. it's completely morphed. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm taking that analogy and looking at the Bible kind of going, okay, there's something really wrong here. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's something really askew. And especially if it was written 400 years after the fact or 500 years yes. or whatever. Yeah. So I've always challenged stuff like that. And I always got a lot of negative feedback to the point where I just started kind of shutting up and but in my mind I'm still kind of going I'm questioning everything I just knew not to like vocalize it because I would get in trouble mm -hmm. I literally would get slapped on the hand you know like because I was I was disruptive mm -hmm. in the class I'm like I want to know you know <laughs> yeah. I want to know these I want yeah. different answers than you guys are giving me it's like a, because because I said so doesn't work for me mm -hmm. in my world I'm sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent, but... No, that's really good. Would you say, then, um, your... Uh, is there... Obviously, I can see from your childhood and schooling, you was already awakening and questioning and questioning and with that inquisitive mind. Have, is, has there been, like... I'm sure there's been lots, but... Is there one sort of like amazing awakening moment that you could share with us or a series that you're happy to share that really sort of elevated you? You shouldn't have used the word series because I could come up with so many. Ten, no, ten, ten years worth of stuff. Like what, you know, like some of these, uh, these, uh, TV shows, you know, they have yeah, these yeah. these series like the year one, year two. Yeah. Year, oh my God, yeah, so serious. Um, well, just have to interview you all those times, Mark. Yeah. Well, it, and this is interesting because you know we, we will both, the three of us will see what I'm about to say is important. Yeah. We we will constantly as we have these conversations and as we've already discovered, yes. every time we have a conversation like this, we walk away with an awareness that was greater than when we entered into that conversation yes. and that keeps expanding so um, the, the the randomness or the the I'm gonna pull back in the word flow of these these conversations yeah. is it, it's been wanting to come out through us because each of us has our own flow and sometimes the, the dynamic changes because of the individual so the three of us have are creating really like a small mini mastermind and we've been doing this every time we get together yeah. and um, because we're in sync and our our vibrational rates are all in the same range where you know we are easily syncing up yeah. and it's easy for us to have these flowing conversations yeah. and um, you know like for example uh, vibration flow they 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 to me they're very closely connected and I don't know if we already talked about this previously but I'd like to bring it up here and share it again but the idea of the guitar did I tell you yes. the, can we Please. maybe mention that again yeah, absolutely yeah. so yeah. full credit full credit to Christy Marie Shelton who was uh, on an awesomeness fest event I think it was in 2012 I saw a video of her on uh, YouTube because I literally went to YouTube and just typed in the word vibration and a video popped up and she was in it I didn't know who she was I just listened to it. It was like a 32-minute video, and um, inside of the video, she was talking about vibration and how, you know, we draw people to us. And she goes, "Well, let me explain the mechanics of vibration." 
So, and this is probably why we're together because we're vibrating at the same rate. Yeah. So she says, okay, so uh, let's, let's have a baseline for vibration. So if I'm up here on stage and I have a guitar, and if I go over to the guitar and pluck its C string, it's gonna oscillate or vibrate out a, a note that we will all we can all agree is a vibration, right? And everybody goes, yes. yes. Yeah. So she says, okay, so we're all in agreement about that. So if I have a second guitar and I pluck its C string, the vibration it sends out will activate the C string on the second guitar. Yes. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that for the first time, I mean it was a light bulb moment. This yes. was yeah. this is a perfect example of me having an awareness of other stuff that just didn't really make full sense but then all of a sudden this puzzle piece came in and all of a sudden it illuminated all this stuff which made my mind just explode because now i'm realizing that this is why i draw in and drew in people in my past life or in the moment or in the future that are vibrating at the same rate because if i'm vibrating at a c note or a d note i'm going to pull in people that are vibrating at the c note or a d note so what do i need to do <laughs> I need to watch what vibration I'm playing or yes. oscillating. Yeah. Ooh, That's juicy. Just the chills again. <laughs> yeah. I, and yes. you know what's interesting? I've never said it like that, exactly like that. Um, so this is why it's important to, and people keep, some of my friends, I love them, and they challenge me sometimes, and they're like, well, just raise your vibration. Uh, and, you know, while that sounds like, a real easy fix for some people they just don't know how to do it but now I understand how to do it. like I can raise my vibration almost instantly by just listening to one song and in about 16 seconds mm -hmm. my vibration will change one way or another I can take it any direction I want so I have some go-to's that I'll play and they'll just you know usually my playlist anything on my playlist will, will you know I don't like it or put it on my playlist unless it has some sort of meaning yeah so that's um, be beautiful that, actually. yeah it's a great way to activate or change your state or your vibration yeah. and to elevate it. Can you give us a title of one of those tracks? Mm, Not for the top mm, of the end. <laughs> yeah, I would like to say yes, yeah. but... Um, what we can do for the, for the listener is, is to just put a few of those, you know, we can chat afterwards. I can absolutely send yeah. you links for stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and it's not... It's not silly songs like because I'm happy. It's not like that. Oh, no, there's some shame, other... But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that might work for some people. The turns in the music there as well. Something about the higher turns obviously yeah. raises your vibration as well. Yeah, I don't know if I shared it with you, but if it was with you or somebody else, where um, as we become, as I become, as we become more empathic, more connected, um, I was back at home and. I some some song came across my uh, you know I let, I go to YouTube and I just I just trust the universe is going to send me new songs I just let these things randomly play and so or I might pick one song and let it play out and just see like okay well what else do you got for me I just like okay Mr DJ Mr Universe DJ Universe <laughs> I like that <laughs> DJ Universe yes yeah. so what do you got yeah. so uh, there was a song that came on and and this is the one I think I mentioned the other day that was what this was a conversation with you yeah. how. I was just sitting there having a cup of coffee and the song came on and it just dropped me into an emotional state. I didn't know this. I've never heard the song before, number one. Number two, I didn't know the lyrics, but the feeling of the song within like 30 seconds, I'm streaming tears. And I realized that whoever wrote the song, whatever state they were, they, they, they vibrationally imprinted it mm, into that mm, song. Mm -hmm. and. 
you know, again, that's a song, if you remind me later, I could actually pull it up. We can use that as an example for the, yeah. the yes. audience. Yep. Cool. That um, it caused me to just go into this, this emotional state of just like release. So there's something for me healing about that song. And again, I've never heard the song before. Um, and I was really surprised. And it wasn't, it wasn't so much the lyrics, but it was like the tone and yeah. the melody of it. But I think it was the, the vibrational imprint of that specific song that just caused me to crack open. And then I just went on this, I kind of went deep with it. I, I ended up, uh, I listened to it probably like 12 times. Yeah. And I got different versions of it and they all kind of pretty much did the same thing because people do remixes of it and stuff like that. Yeah. And again, I wish I could come up with the name of it, but I could. I have it on. My, I have it bookmarked on my phone. Mm -hmm. But oh my God, that's an example of something that um, can change my state, and how important music is for me for healing mm -hmm. and release. And nowadays, because I'm so empathically open, there's two points here. The uh, the one of the points is that the more that we open up, the more we're in tune with stuff like this. So the, there's a deeper layer than the melody and the lyrics. There's the intention or the experience that uh, so I dropped into the state of the artist that created that song yeah. and I was like that was another layer that became uncovered to me that now this is why I'm so moved by certain songs and I have like in my decades of music and being a DJ it's like you know say well give me your favorite song I'm like Oh, fuck are you kidding me because I have so many yeah I mean I have one favorite album that every time I hear it I'll just throw it out that one for sure my number one album ever and it, every time I listen to it it just puts me in a deep state and I grew up in the 70s so there's a song by Marvin uh, album by Marvin Gaye called what's going on one of the most powerful epic albums my top album just nothing has knocked it off of that top position um, it's just super deep because Oh, that's why. So Marvin put in emotionally, he expressed it in musical notes and, and lyrics and stuff like that. Wow, I'm just making the connection for the first time. So the first story about the, the song that just randomly just kind of like came up that for me. Now I understand why that other song by Marvin Gaye was so deep for me because of the essence that he poured into the lyrics the, and the, the emotional energy that was poured into it and then oh. transmission transmission yeah, yeah. yeah. does this yeah. make sense yeah, absolutely yes yeah. totally have you had this your... experience before even reading certain books you can sort of like see where the authors right. come from and, and and they're actually given a transmission and, and layers of, of, of yeah. camera or whatever else are just dropping off you because you know that they're expressing it in such a way and you and you're with them so there's that intention you know it's been manicured into that particular paragraph or, or page that you're reading and all of a sudden you have breakthroughs similarly with music and and in the last year or so we had the greatest Sherman. have you seen that film no it's quite a musical one but each track on there seems to have some kind of like personal mm. development or spiritual kind of um interpretation or however you want to interpret it i mean you know for the layman, for example, they might just see it as just a, a nice, feel-good film. But, you know, you can actually look at some of those lyrics in some of the tracks. And even to, even towards is the end of the... Is it a film or an album? It, it, it's a film, but obviously you can download the soundtrack as well to the film. Oh, because okay. it's, a, it's like a musical film. Oh. But, but even like the very last kind of song, you know, We're Coming Home. You know, Coming Home, you know, oh. Returning Back to Your Innocence, things like that. You know, for me, it was just one of those kinds of songs that really had that 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 passion in there and and and, and that message and, and the celebration of coming back home coming back home to yourself kind of thing and 
Yeah. Can I just add, obviously for you, it's music as well as I'm sure lots of other things, but for other people it could be art. Mm. Just looking at a picture of oh, beauty oh, good, good, and yeah. some vibration pops mm -hmm, out because mm -hmm. that's that artist's energy yeah. and mood and feeling at that time. And so I was just going to ask you a question because obviously you've mentioned you're an empath and sensitive, which is lovely. I am and I'm working on... Um, protecting my energies more because I absorb everything so if it's if it's more negative or I want to say sad but maybe I need that message at that time now I'm just thinking um, but is there anything you do basically to or are you just in that vibration now and you, you don't really get affected negatively by others' energy. As an empath. As an empath. Well, no, I'm impacted by it, but I think also for the longest time I've been going through life being aware as I started, and this started my teens, where I started becoming aware of that I have a presence and a, a, that we walk through life with an energy. Yes. And it precedes us, and it also can wrap around us and protect us from the backside as well. Yeah. Um, am I immune to it, to other people's negative energy? No, but while you were sharing that right there, I was like, what if, I hope you're ready for this. Okay. What if the, the negative energy that we experience is part of our job to experience it so we can convert it to something different? Mm. And to back that up, it's like, okay, so let's just say that we were walking through life metaphorically and you know we see people and we hug them and we just smile at them that's part of our job we hug people that's part of our job and then we see garbage on the ground and we have to we pick it up and we just put it in the bin so what if our job is to go through life but we have to do both yeah this is new for me yeah i've never expressed that before and it's one of the things that so if we're here uh enjoying the beauty of life, you know, sometimes we gotta look at the other stuff because everything, this is the one thing I've been learning deeply in the last few years, is contrast. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, was that you that showed me the yin-yang on your phone? It wasn't me, no. Yeah, somebody showed yeah. me that the yin-yang photo, mm -hmm. you know, how it's black-white and, and all that stuff, and the, um, it, one can't exist without the other. Yes. So now as I go through life and I, I, I used to be oblivious to the to the negative stuff. I just just kept going through it. Just would just walk right by it, you know. Um, but now it's become more evident that it's become a little bit more powerful and some of the dark stuff. And you know, now I'm learning to become um, more embracing because we all have that duality. I'm starting to really understand this now. So, and what's really interesting, a little bit of a mind blow for me, was that the greater my light is also the greater my darkness is. So that's, so I just had a vision in my head then with you talk about the yin yang, I just said the scales, so, so it's again, so it's about balance. So you're saying that if you're balanced, obviously if your scales are off slightly and you're, you're in a space of 
negativity for me I really absorb that and it and it brings me down and affects me um, I do have techniques that I use to shake myself out of it and take myself out of situations but it, it is it's all about that balance isn't it so if you're equally around higher vibrating areas beauty people conversations food everything it's a balance what if that's all you had though what if it was just all ice cream and unicorns and rainbows 110 percent of the time wouldn't that get a little bit boring yeah and and, it, and you wouldn't be able to appreciate yeah, you, you need, you need the contrast. It. You do. Yeah. You know, here's another interesting thing that I discovered recently that people who are cooks or chefs or bakers and stuff like that, like, let's just focus on pastries because I love pastries. <laughs> so, you know, with pastries, they're generally sweet, right? So yes. what happens is that they have to put a little bit of salt in there for contrast, and the salt actually helps open up the taste buds so you can get even more sweet. So you actually could get away with a little bit less sweet, but the point of the, of the reference is, is this really that the sweetness is enhanced by the salt. Yeah, Does that I like make sense? that analogy, yeah. that's mm, lovely. Mm. Thank you. So here's a concept, you know, we've talked about the way that we was brought up as children and things, and, and, and what might have gone on in children. We've talked about you know, all those thousands of years, or a couple of thousands of years ago, the Bible was in creation and things, and, and yet we've got all this information from the past, and is that holding us back? And, and actually now, with all the richness of connection and the, the ease of being able to connect with each other, these kinds of events, are we actually experiencing more of this golden age? Because we are actually releasing all that trauma from the past. We are actually been able to see what's been holding us back we are able to actually see more light and 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 be around high vibrations so you know th those little snippets of the early conversations you know it just got me really thinking about that and, and again you know it's time an illusion and it's all happened at the same time for us to actually have that more sweet and salt at the same time kind of experience well what's your um, both of, for both of you what is your awareness of time It's, it's man-made. <laughs> Absolutely. Man-made um, for control. So, as much as I, my my spirit, soul, essence of me, however you want to, to call it, knows that time doesn't really exist and that everything is all happening at one I'm not I'm not an expert on that so I will just say that's 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 slightly limited obviously understanding on that however yeah go because okay. I was getting a bit too deep then into okay so for me all that matters is the present moment. Whatever has gone on in the past, whatever you sort of like trying to seek or bring in from the future, they're just stresses. They're just a way of sort of like, you know, knocking you off course. Yes, you know, being in present moment is just that relaxation. There's that sense of joy, love, everything is in that present moment. 
and you can't help having that vibration either side you know what's happening for lunch what happened this morning what happened what did i say at that party last night what's what what's going to be happening and for the flight home on Sunday you know we have those kinds of things that distract us from that present moment but 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 time you know is an illusion you know we the more we stay in present moment awareness you know the the, the more beautiful life is okay so what I want to add to that is we're all I'm still working on trying to comprehend <laughs> it's the possibilities of it and I love what you just said about how I really effort now on um, being in the present, like I mean, I really want to uh, emphasize how I pay attention to this moment right here, this moment. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm practicing now, and would like to encourage others, instead of trying to chronicle your experience of life with your phone behind the lens of the, and record, you know, the the and, and re, you know, a lot of people just have gotten in this habit with their phones. In recording the experience mm -hmm. instead of actually enjoying the experience in the moment yeah. so that's one point second to that is like I'm realizing now that I used to not really um, comprehend this bit about time is all connected and it's taken me a while but now I'm starting to kind of go the more I become conscious and open up to things and of course I'm being supported by the chanting that this is yeah. what's true is that everything really is connected so this moment's connected to everything that's been in the past everything that's been in the forward and I actually am starting to wrap my head around this idea that the future actually circles back mm, mm. and comes from the past back up to this present moment I've I've had deep awarenesses of this through different experiences mm -hmm. that have caused me to kind of go oh fuck that just happened yeah. where and having a re-experience and maybe this is part of that uh, how many times can we how many times have we had this conversation Yes, yeah. And, and how, how is it different each time? And right. Because we it? can tweak it just a little bit, just, eh, just yeah. a little bit of a nudge, just a little bit of a nudge, a little bit of a nudge. Every time we come back and do it. And this whole, and then it opens up this whole idea to me of um, the concept of like, they, they, I remember Elon Musk talking about this in 2000, I think 2016, I heard him being interviewed by somebody and they asked him the question, Elon, what do you think about the, um, the possibility of that we're living in a simulation and he was very thoughtful in what he and this interview is on YouTube if you want to mm. look it up he said well here's what seems to be true that it's easier to prove that we're living in a simulated environment than to prove that we are not yes and I was like wait what I backed up the, this, this, <laughs> this conversation yeah. on, online I was just like and I had to hear that several times. Yeah. It's easier to prove that we are living in a simulation than it is to prove that we are not. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are yeah. you kidding me? And then, of course, another mind blow was I'd like to encourage you know you guys and the audience to also look at. Um, there's a show uh, called Black Mirror, which I think originated out of the UK. And the one specific uh, episode is called uh, Kill the DJ, and it's about it's the topic the title doesn't even really relate to the the the, the uh, episode itself but what it is it's about a dating service that guarantees 99.89 percent accuracy of matching up partners mm. so um, the I don't want to give it away because I really want to encourage people to go look at it but at, 
and then somebody else recommended it to me. I started watching it, and I was like, I wasn't really kind of getting it yeah. until the last two minutes, and it all wrapped together. So, it oh, here's a perfect example of there's puzzle pieces that are being placed <laughs> yes. during the show, and I'm just like, nope, nope, not getting it. Ten minutes in, not getting it. Twenty minutes, I'm like, nope, not really getting it. Thirty minutes in, I'm not really getting it. And then in the last two minutes of the show. I was like mind fucking blown, yeah. and I love. I really, I'm, I'm really craving that. I, I want to make the point, but I want to, what I want to do is really encourage you guys and the audience to actually go out and watch it. So it's Black Mirror. I think it's the latest uh, season three or whatever the latest season is, and the the actual episode is called Kill the DJ. And again, it's just it's about connecting and relationships and how we get to making a decision to to have a, um, a partner and stuff and it's just it was I, I was like so blown away from it that I can't stop talking about it and I'd like to encourage people to go see it thank you yeah, thank you enjoy watching. so these these jigsaw pieces once we get that realization that's a moment of our souls awakening because we've seen things in a different way so now we've got an example from film and we've talked about music and we've talked about art and we've talked about being around like-minded people so you know this, this, this is what they, we want to be bringing to the community in this podcast, is, is those awakening moments. And, and again, we're providing yet another platform where people can go, aha, that's been a jigsaw puzzle, jigsaw puzzle piece for me too. Right. So. And, and maybe starting to wrap things up here, I think one of the things that we want to do, or I'd like to maybe emphasize, is just, in my experience of my life, I've discovered recently that the more... I pay attention to the moment because I'm not trying to chronicle it with pictures or video and stuff like that. The more I'm, and I have that my phone put away or my camera put away, um, the more I'm able to actually see and experience what's going on around me. Like you know, our, our conversation is super valuable to me, and I'm noticing that there's one little feather over here blowing in the wind, and that that has meaning for me. And it's like it's telling me that I'm on. That's an example of me knowing that I'm on my right path. And that what I want the audience to to start just just play with it, practice with it. It's like try to be more present. And and most people will be like, yeah, 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 I've heard it. I'm like, no. Then you're not employing it. You're not really getting the benefit from it. So I want to challenge you. It's like this is why sometimes people have uh, you know substances can also make you very in tune. And and the word myopic. I don't know you you know the word myopic. Myopic means instead of having a long away vision view of something, it's like you're looking at it because it's really close. You have this myopic view, it's very close to you. So you're seeing the fingerprints on my finger that are right in front of my face. So you're paying more attention to what's close than opposed to what's farther away. And um, it's, I feel like one of the things I want to encourage and, and what I'm practicing more now is like instead of thinking about the person who's not there like while we're having this conversation, like I'm thinking about somebody that's further away. It's like, no, let me be here present with you yeah. and with you because this is where the richness is. It's yeah. not in the person that I might be meeting at five o'clock tonight. Mm. It's like, I want to be here present with you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm being rewarded by this moment. And you know, it's not just words, it's energy that we're exchanging. Mm. It's mm. the beautiful eyes I get to look at and the two of you. And um, instead of me just kind of focusing and I, I, I'm guilty of 
doing the exact opposite mm -hmm. of being in front of you but thinking about you know who's over there and I want to go talk to them so I'm like not really spending my time with you in this moment because you can feel the difference yeah of course yeah. yes yeah, yeah. so um, and by being more myopic being more close focused it's giving me a richer experience and that's why sometimes I wake up I'm having a conversation with somebody and I'm like what is today Yes. I'm like, I don't even, I mean, I, I'm genuinely like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not? like, is it Saturday? They're yeah. like, no, Mark, yeah. it's Tuesday. Like, yeah. like right now, I literally am asking myself, what fucking day is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it Friday? That is, that, is it Friday? It is, it is a I sign. I actually don't know myself. I think it's only Thursday. <laughs> But but the, but that Spin is the wheel. It's like yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. But that isn't that beautiful. You know, yeah. conceptions of time yeah. and and the fact that you know that you're in flow if you don't know what day it is. You know that is that is a, a well said. Yeah, it's a reward. Say that one more time. Oh my god. Um. So. Well, it's on the it's on the it's, it's, it's on, on the, the recording. recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're in no, I think what you said is when you're in flow, you don't even really know what day it is. Yeah. Or something like that. So yeah. it's like it doesn't even really matter because you're just in the moment. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. does it really matter that it's this that it's Friday? No. Or is it Thursday? But hey. Or is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did something on my phone earlier, and and actually I had to look to see what day it was. So I do remember seeing Thursday. That was this morning, I believe. That could have been yesterday, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the things I love, and I know that we. Um, so just really having um, and having fun with with yeah. life, and just you know. Uh, opening up to people and, and also paying attention to our gut. I think we were talking also about our the three brains that we have, mm -hmm. the gut brain, the heart brain, and our brain brain, if that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, is split in two parts as well. It's like, how many brains do we have? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so it, the uh, the point is, is that really um, having, uh, trying to get them all in alignment and just you know trusting our gut though, like if somebody shows up for you, uh, we're not obliged and, all, and you're just energetically not feeling them, you're not obliged to have a connection, conversation, a relationship, a romance, or with them. Anything. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, and it's okay to and radical self-care means that it's a no. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And the way I'm, and this is my work too. I'm not saying that it's yours, but it's probable. That I need to learn to say no more. Well, Which just leads me to where I'm at. And I've had the most beauty in the power of no. There's beauty behind it because some people would view no as a negative. I see it, uh, I see it beautifully because it is self-love and... Um, Honouring yourself. Yeah, yeah, but... The vibra in, when it's in that vibration of, of no, you're saying you're in stepping your power and beauty. I, I'm not sure if I'm explaining that because obviously that was a feeling for me and it, and it was a, as a realization for me. Um, but it's funny how you've just but brought some, that up. Somebody hearing this, your expression right there, yes, somebody hearing it is gonna totally get it, yes. Yes. And it's like, well, maybe not everybody will. Somebody will, and it'll be important for that one person. And if, if in this podcast that um, one person 
oh, yes. find some sort of message and gift from it, which mm-hmm. is all we're really doing. We're just we're just sharing right now. We're just sharing gifts. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and we all have them. And it's just yeah. I think that now I'm finally in my life. I've I've absorbed a lot. And I used to be a um, a, a wallflower. Do you know what this is? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So I used to be a wallflower. So that caused me to observe. I was in observation mode for a very long time. So finally now I'm finding and expressing my throat chakra. I'm still working on it. It's not fully there yet, but it's getting better. And I found that through expressing it, I'm becoming more and more the of the man that I am. And the expression, I'm, I'm more, my goal is to become the best expression of, of who I can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing a good job with it. Yeah. Uh, occasionally somebody will, and often somebody will come up and help challenge me a little bit and to yeah. become mm-hmm. an even greater expression and I'm okay with that yeah um, sometimes that involves tears yes uh, because it's you know again release of uh, stuff that's holding me back yeah. and all, all I know is that everything's contrast for me and I just love the fact that I'm still here on the planet having an opportunity to play and to experience and to enjoy to have the contrast as well yeah and that it provides me this experience I mean even when stuff goes wrong I'm just like oh it's just contrast yes mm-hmm. I don't I'm not as attached to it being like this drop oh my god why does this have to happen to me it's like I missed the bus or my plane or something like that and you know not that I'm gonna do that but um, <laughs> see when stuff like that happens like oh okay there's a greater reason is that not a salt and sugar moment right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, one last story, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Same author, uh, Dennis Waitley, who the, was the one that uh, actually there's two things from him. So the first one, remember I said, was just talking about. Um, oh God, what was it? It was on the front end of this. Dennis Waitley, the first one that he shared was. Uh, let me just talk to the next two. Um, he talks about planting shade trees under which you know you'll never rest. Right. Planting yes. shade trees. I'm under which you know that. you'll never rest. Yeah. So we're standing, we're sitting right now underneath some trees that were planted by somebody who, and this was like a long time ago because these trees are very mature. So somebody maybe 60, 80, 100 years ago planted these trees. So they're not on the planet anymore, but I bet you they're enjoying watching us yeah. have the experience of this, these trees. Thank you. Yes. Whoever that thank was, you. thank you for planting those. That's one. Mm. And then what was the other one that Dennis did? I may, I might, I might do a mind blank because, of course, I did. <laughs> the other one's not as important. Okay. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Okay. Well, I think we're, we'll wrap this up. It's been absolutely fantastic speaking to you, Mark. Yeah. Um, I was just just leaving one more thing. I know Nicola was talking about the power of no, and while she was talking about that, it reminded me of, um, you know, we have to-do lists. Yeah. But on the contrast, you could have to stop lists so things that you want to what? stop stop doing so Wait, if, if I stop stop list yeah at a stop list <laughs> Where yeah. did you, you should expand on that one not now but mm, like mm. oh my god that would be a great yeah. topic so, yeah. so so what are you burning your time doing all the time what can you actually stop doing in your life and again when we talk about getting into present moment awareness you know we we're not stressed about these things because we've made a conscious list of the things that we want to stop doing on an hourly basis daily basis weekly basis what can we get rid of what what don't we need to be doing so, so that's this, a whole another yeah, podcast. It is, but but but, but, but it also yeah. builds on you know what Nick was saying about you know the actual power, power it, of no, power of no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and that, that does, by us saying no, you know, because those of us who are people pleasers, I'm not saying that you are, but... I've been there, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So being a people pleaser, which I have been, mm-hmm. um, it's a ch- it's always been a challenge, and my friends know me to be, like, the, the guy that will almost always say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, when, and what's really fascinating is when I start to say no, they and this included family members, you know, where they're like, they were used to me always saying yes, and then when I started saying no, they started to get like pissed off. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, but it's a no. And did you find people um, distancing or actually losing mm-hmm. friendship with certain people? Which is actually fine. It is. Yeah. Because you're and just learning yeah. your vibration. The, the, yeah, those that will go away once they, and because they've fallen off or gone away or whatever, it's actually allowed, it's been less of a, less baggage for me to carry forward in my life and what's happened now is that I'm actually going through life a lot more streamlined and more effortlessly effortless effortlessly yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, yeah it's been um, I'm having a much different experience than when I was carrying the weight of all those other absolutely those experiences yeah yeah. Because I would say yes, I'd be uh, here. Yeah, I'll take your bag too. Uh, take care <laughs> of your really bag. inside, you, you're feeling it's not empowering, is it? It's not. No, no, because now I'm fixing other people's, doing other people's work, and it's their work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like there are times where, you know, when it's somebody else's stuff, and it's like the rescue part of me. Uh, I want to rescue people a lot, mm-hmm. so there's a part of me that wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't know anything about that, right? So, um, so, and, and, but when I do that, it takes me off my mission. Yes. It takes me off my path. It takes me yeah. off my journey. And now I'm engaged in somebody else's journey. And now I'm starting to, to, to sit back a little bit and kind of go, I think that's for you to figure out. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's yeah. really yeah. your work. Yeah. And if I can remember that, mm-hmm. and when somebody's like asking me to do something for them, I go, you know, this is actually the first time I'm putting it to words for me coming out of my mouth that, I'm gonna start practicing this bit where I start to say when somebody's like, "Oh no, you gotta help me," they're like, "No, actually, no, actually, I think that that's your work." Yeah. Is there anything wrong with me saying that? No, no, that's, no. that's empowering again, yeah. and that's that's beautiful. And actually, sometimes you might be doing somebody an injustice because yes, by doing, yeah. they're not having that le- lesson that they need to learn, or sorry not lesson experience they're not experiencing that from themselves mm-hmm. so it could be an injustice isn't it? I think there's a saying um, and, and there might be other relevant ones but you know for these countries that are, are poor on famine and things like that we can constantly provide them water and food but when we actually teach them how to irrigate their own water and grow their own crops that's more valuable to them isn't it and for that longevity of it so so a, a quick fix you know, they, they, they don't learn how to actually fix things again in, for themselves it in the future. Their growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a fine line of that. We can, mm. That's a big conversation, but yeah. Mm. I understand what you're saying by that. Mm. Um, teach, it's like teach a man a fish versus giving him a fish. That's, that's yeah. Um, I knew there was a simpler one. But sometimes they need to just get the fish just to be able to, uh, to be yeah. taught, too. It's yeah. like, it's like, uh, Of course, yes, yeah. yeah. It's, it's that balance again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am so grateful that you guys asked me to um, join you in this. Mm-hmm. Just it's just a conversation. It is, yeah. yeah. So some of the key points, you know, for me was 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 things like the present moment awareness. Um, I loved how you shared the um, salt and, and the sugar. It's like looking at different sides of things and appreciating that you need both those going on. Yeah, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I can't name it. It's been beautiful 
conversation. I'm loving our energy, all three of us together. It's it's just warmed my heart, and thank you so much. You've been listening to the Bears Podcast. To view show notes and other resources, visit www.best.fm. Whilst there, also hit the button to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss out. There's also a link to join our Facebook group for all the latest announcements. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening.